Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to A Battle Within. Or if it's your first time here, we welcome you as well. This is a podcast about our life experiences dealing with post-concussive syndrome. The foundation and inspiration for the podcast is my wife, Terry, who has battled concussions and post-concussive syndrome for the last five years due to three different accidents. If it's your first time here, I would recommend checking out episode number one to learn a little bit more about what post-concussive syndrome is. For some details about our backstory and the three concussions I spoke to earlier that Terry experienced, I would recommend episodes number two and three. Today, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Every eight or ten episodes or so, I'm going to offer an episode built around things that we've discovered in recent times that is worth passing along. They will include our perspectives and opinions as well. One of the three pillars of the podcast is to create awareness around the invisible injury and things related. Hopefully, this will be a mechanism for you as well to help spread the word. I will be including information and links in the show notes so you can investigate some of the findings and observations further. Hopefully, most found here are evergreen findings. Let's get going. I have five things for today. Number one, I wanted to speak to the fact that Game of Thrones is making a difference. The ridiculously popular show entering its much-anticipated final season has a star who is doing something significant to help. Emma Clark has come forward in recent weeks to disclose the fact that she has had aneurysms twice while recording the show, and she wrote an essay about it in The New Yorker. She has begun a charity to help young folks recover from brain injuries and stroke. The name of the charity is called Same You. And she has been said to say, I want to break the silence on brain injury. The courage and willingness to use her celebrity equity in this matter, at height of popularity and fame she currently possesses, is both admirable and selfless in my opinion. I appreciate the efforts, and maybe this can be a helpful launch pad that is needed to bring awareness about around brain injuries and those that are suffering. Remember, cancer was once quiet and private until the famous started publicly speaking up and standing up to it. Number two, Trek, the bicycle giant, has a new helmet. If you followed our story up until this point, you know that Terry and I are fanatics about wearing a helmet while cycling. Terry's first concussion was an accident due to it, and she is 100% sure that if she didn't have a helmet on, and if it wasn't fitted correctly, that she would not be here today, or at the very least, in much worse shape than she currently is in. Truth of the matter is that many concussions grow out of bicycle accidents without and with the aid of helmets. Frankly, it is a leading cause for concussions in the first place. In March of 2019, Trek Bontrager, the bicycle manufacturing company and supply giant, introduced a new helmet with a technology they call WaveCell. The helmet supposedly mimics the brain's protective fluid. The honeycomb-style insert absorbs rotational energy, which is responsible for so many concussions that occur while riding a bike. Trek says that it is actually 40 times, excuse me, 48 more times more effective than the standard foam helmets. In my opinion, there is much more that needs to be researched from a third-party perspective around this technology before we grow excited about it. In addition, price tag is currently high. 
The fact that it is challenging the traditional 1960s technology found in so many bicycle helmets is a positive step in the right direction. Also, maybe this will transfer to helmets for other applications such as football and construction helmets. Kudos to Trek for at least trying to challenge the norm. Number three, tools of the trade. In late March, we posted an article on A Battle Within listing all the tools Terry has used to aid her in the recovery process for concussions and the PCS that has followed. We wrote the article sort of as a pillar article because there are many questions that have come up around what she has done and the tools that she's used in an effort to help her in the recovery process. The list is intended to be a living list as we discover and use new tools, but we'd like to hear about what we're missing or what you may have used to help you in your recovery. Check out the article and let us know what you think. It is at abattlewithin.com backslash tools of the trade. I promise you will find that there is plenty of findings there that you may find useful in your journey of recovery. Number four. I'm proud of Terry. As most of you know, dealing with PCS is negative on so many levels. Aside from the pain, the sense of loss, and the inability to do things you once could, comes the emotional issues and concern. I'm proud of Terry because she is indeed different than she once was, but she continues to find ways to challenge herself despite her self-acknowledged shortfalls. This past week, Terry had the opportunity to speak and teach in front of 60 or so guests And leading up to their presentation, the anxiety she felt was intense. Now, mind you, the anxiety is new and part of PCS for Terry. Never before did she have an issue in getting up in front and teaching a class. And this is who she was. She was a teacher and identified as such. So this was kind of a new experience for Terry because of that. Presentation turned out to be spot on and she did an amazing job. I was fortunate to be there as a support system but honored also to be an engaged student. I question if she could have done much better, even before the injuries, as she was so authentic, and it actually has led to more and more opportunities since then. The point I'm trying to make here is this. Keep battling. Yes, things are different. Yes, at times they really suck. And yes, at times that you may notice that you are different. Being pissed off isn't going to help. Try to remain positive and find new ways to challenge yourself. And lastly, number five, our soldiers are suffering too. We deliberately end on this note, and the notes from the battlefield episodes are actually named to honor our soldiers. I stumbled across an article from last year articulating exactly what is going on with our soldiers as it relates to traumatic brain injury. I knew about post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, but not this. The Department of Defense has started documenting cases since 2000. Since then, they have diagnosed 380,000 soldiers who have some sort of a brain injury. By the year of 2007, they became the most treated injury of war. I believe, or should I say it is believed, that the 380,000 is an underestimated number because of the stigma that comes along with it and because it is so similar in nature to PTSD. Long story short, our military personnel are suffering at alarming rates and at the same time we are afraid to acknowledge it and they are afraid to acknowledge it because of the judgment that they may face. How can we help? 
what can we do to reach out? Do you know anybody who served who may be suffering? And I leave you with those questions. So that wraps up the first notes from the battlefield. Hopefully you found the information useful and you click through and learn a little bit more about the, my findings on the, on the website. I will have it there in the show notes as well as in the blog. Uh, before we go, please take the time to describe to the podcast wherever you may listen. It would be appreciated. And be sure to share with everybody you know would benefit. Connect with us at a battle within com or on our Facebook page by the same name, A Battle Within. Until next time, for those recovering, show yourself some grace. For those who know someone recovering, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Thank you, everybody. Take care. Talk to you next time. Keep battling.